Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. What if we fed our hair with the same nourishing ingredients that we feed our bodies? Whatever hair texture or hair type you have, your hungry dew will feel well-fed from the superfood ingredients packed into every bottle of hair food. Every hair food product is free of sulfates, parabens, dyes, and mineral oils because your hair does not want to be eating that. So if you're looking to really nourish your hair, it's got to be hair food. Look for it at Amazon, Walmart, and Target. Hey, mamacita, welcome to the Mamas con Ganas podcast. That's mamas as in, hey, mama, y te traemos episodios para que tengas las ganas de motivarte, surgir y triunfar. Don't be a mama con drama. Let's be mamas con ganas. I'm your host, Valentina Izara. On this episode of the Mamas con Ganas podcast, we're talking about wrath. Now, listen very carefully. I'm going to get very mad. <laughs> no, we're talking here. Just joking. We're talking about the seven deadly sins. This is part six of a seven-part series on the seven deadly sins seen from the perspective of self-development, self-help, self-improvement. So it has nothing to do with morality or about... Judgment. What, yeah, about judgment. Or, Good or bad. Good or bad. Right or wrong. Right or wrong. <laughs> I'm here with my hubby, Dr. Mark Lemasani. Psychologist. No, not psychologist. He's yeah. a root canal specialist. Root canal psychologist. <laughs> Dental psychologist. <laughs> so we're here to discuss wrath. Now, this is woo, this is like a hot topic. I know. Wrath. This is a heavy one. Heavy, heavy, heavy duty. It's 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 so it's so interesting because this topic is like you see it. As human beings, we have a very odd relationship with this emotion, with this sin. Because, example, you watch a movie with, let's say, Jennifer Lopez. And, <laughs> okay. and she's wronged and they took her son or they kidnapped her brother or whatever. And she goes and gets that guy and like kicks him in the balls. And everyone's not like, that's that's not good. <laughs> everyone's like yeah go for it get him yes. you know and and then but at the same time you realize that that vengeance it, it really doesn't serve you in in the real life although it feels so good when you when you look at it like in from through the lens of a movie yeah you're like fiction. oh my god or I, i'm gonna bring this real deep for you my wife in, uh -oh. okay. it, yeah, get what's, ready. What's going on? <laughs> no, what, when you had talked about, um, when you had found out about the infidelities in the past and like the, the crazy From self, ex, yeah. yeah, your crazy self would like, I would like to take, you know, a baseball bat and slam smash it on the his car. Porsche. And, I could, yeah, I had, I had fantasies. I was like smashing his yellow Porsche. Now, you know, it's interesting because there's a song. Yeah. <laughs> 
I was thinking that the same I used to thing. listen to, and I'm like, this song is, is a, it, it's a really good song. I know. Who, who sings that? It's, it's, um, keys to, the, to the side of his little, come on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, four wheel drive. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's a it's about a girl who finds out that the guy cheats and she she ruins his like favorite toy which is yeah. the car and i remember listening to the song at that moment when i was going through carrie all underwood carrie underwood. carrie underwood and i remember listening. Yeah. yeah maybe next time you think before he, he cheats. cheats whatever that one so i remember listening to that song and being like oh my god yeah it's exactly what you want That's to do what i'm talking about it's but then like a when our Re- relationship yes. we have with this emotion like you look at you know, you look Wait, at let me finish my thought because okay, people so are going to think so I'm so nuts so here. Okay. Go, go, go. So then I would listen to the song, I'd sing it, but then reality would sink in and it'd be like, I'm not going to jail for this idiot. You know, like I'm not going, going to Stupid. ruin my life in yeah. essence because I'm angry about something. And, and in, in any event, it's like, even if you were to not have like legal consequences to that action, let's say let's take that argument off the table. Okay. And 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 you know your ex has. Although it's the first thing that stops you because it's like that's like illegal for me. It was like you can't do that. Well, it's actually kind of your property. It's like you're defacing your own property. Yeah, but it's but it you know but it's like but I don't want to get no, but it's it, it, it's and what does that do at the end of the day? Like if you go beyond that, yeah. if you go to the point where you hurt somebody and you ruin their things because they did something to you. Yeah, it's like you said, it sounds good like in a movie, like that. There's that other movie with um. Oh, there's so many same I mean, scenario where the guy cheats on her and she, he comes home and she's she literally like lit the house on fire. Yeah. And when you look at it from the movie perspective, you're you like, laugh, but from real life, you're you're like that woman's going to jail after that happens. Yeah, or or, or <laughs> it, it, it's just. And then the crazy one ends up being the person who's been wronged. Exactly, it, the, justice is not served in that manner. Nope, I not mean, at all. It, it's you know it, the wrath. The funny thing about wrath is it's it's really eating poison and hoping that the person that wronged you dies from it yes that, that, oh i like it hold, yes. holding that in is like really like you you know you recreate and imagine all the energy that was expended in you know in in thinking of what you're going to do and how you're going to do and how you're going to gain vengeance and i hope they see this and i hope they see that and i hope they know and then like this the other person's like off doing their life yeah. and you're busy like focusing like how you can so it really and 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 it's 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 also very selfish it's selfish in a sense that you're so focused on the harm that was done to you and how you want to uh, how you want to right this wrong that you're you couldn't care less about what you're able to contribute to society. All you have to focus on is how can we write how can we correct this? How can I reverse what was done on to me? Yes, now I will say anger is always a mirror. I think anger is something and this is this is from my personal from this experience as and well. It always is. For, for anger for me at the very at the root of the anger is normally not anger for the other person. It's anger literally directed at ourselves. Mm, okay. When I got to the root of my anger and I had to go through the process of forgiveness and not it wasn't even the forgiveness of him. It was more the forgiveness of myself. And see, that's the thing that wrath, when wrath takes over, there's no room for compassion. 
And wrath basically tries to blanket everything, tries to cover everything so that it generates this feeling of like, it's, it, it wants to take you over. Like it just wants to, it, it's, it eats you from the inside. Mm. It's a very powerful emotion, emotion, which sometimes can work in our favor in the sense that the same anger also made it that I wouldn't, that I knew I wouldn't tolerate certain things. Like good. anger can be a signal that you're in the wrong relationship. Yep. Anger can be a signal that you're being mistreated, that you're in the wrong place, that it, you're it, tolerating something. It's a source of fuel for action. It's exactly. It's a fuel for action. And, but, but just like, wait, let me, let me, because I just thought about that. It's a source of fuel for action. Just like fuel is a source of action in your vehicle. But fuel is a harness source of energy when it's in your car. Light it on fire, and what do you get? You get explosion. You get a total unharnessed source of energy. Yes. Wrath is the same way. Yes, absolutely. If you if you if, you're, if you say, okay, well, this is the situation. This is what's upsetting me. This is not working. And, you know, you feel that emotion, but you're just reining it in and kind of creating a pathway to resolution. Then wrath not not in the uncontrolled manner but in in a very directed manner is is really somewhat constructive yes and i will say this and this is like for me it was profound to have discovered this is that anger for me is always a signal that i need to change mm. not that the other person needs to change that's good that's good it's always a signal that really i'm good. mad at myself yep it's never at the end of the day how, what the other person did wrong. And this is the really difficult part about self-development because when we really dig in deep, like when I got to the root of, of my anger at my ex, I realized that the person that I was the angriest at was truly myself. And then that wasn't, it didn't, it's not like it got there and then everything was good after that. Then I realized, wow, the person I have to forgive first and foremost is not even him. It's me. And the hardest thing for me, and I wrote this in the book that I, I co-authored, Ignite Love, that the hardest thing was to forgive myself because I was so angry at myself. I was angry at myself because I felt stupid. I felt like I wasn't a good judge of character. Mm, you should have known I was. Better. I should have known this. Why? How? Why? Why was I so stupid? I, I kept and the thoughts that were going through my mind were like, "You're so stupid. You're so stupid. You're so stupid." I was. There was so much anger directed at myself that when I realized it, it wasn't like, "Oh my God, I'm angry at myself, and now I'm going to just forgive myself." No, there was a lot of work to be done there, mm -hmm. where I needed to get back in touch with the sense of love for myself. Because that was also what was missing is I was so angry at myself. And then what was also at play was the lack of self-esteem and the lack of feeling worthy and the, the lack of or feeling unattractive. And, and it was so many negative things that were that, that I was using to basically attack myself mm. that were preventing me from being joyful. And in the beginning, it was masked or. Yeah, it was masked in. Oh, I'm angry at him. But in reality, behind the mask was me being angry at myself. And, and in some instances, we indulge in that. We indulge in that emotion because it feels like you're getting somewhere. But in reality, or we feel that we have the power. Yeah. We feel it, powerful. It, you know, it, it's, it, it's, it's, it, it's interesting because you could literally sit 
in this, you know, just sit in a state of anger and kind of run your man, run your mind wild and go through every little detail of every aspect of how you would have said something in a circumstance that you didn't or how you're going to say, or you wish you could do this or that. And you're all in your head about all these things that you could do, wish you could do, didn't do, and nothing's actually happening. And it, it just, it just leads you into this tailspin of a big bunch of nothing. And then you just exhausted yourself going nowhere. Absolutely. So, so, so it's, it, it's a very interesting emotion because when, when reined in, there's a lot of productivity that come that can come from it. Or lessons learned that could be learned. I mean, for me, anger was my biggest teacher. And to, even to this day, like, for example, I realize like when I'm at my most intelligent and when I'm connected to my higher self, and for example, I get angry at, at the kids for something. If I really start analyzing it, that anger, I realize that I'm really angry at myself mm. for not being able to, to, perhaps control the situation or, or maybe I'm thinking maybe I could or... be a better mother or this and that. And, and, and it is always at the end of the day, I realize it's me being frustrated, not even at my children. It's me being frustrated at me and just lashing out on them. Yep. Does that make sense? Totally. That's, that's you, you've nailed it. I, I mean, also there's a very interesting episode. If you guys are really interested in the topic of anger episode number 58 I actually interviewed a woman who does um, these anger courses for parents, and her course is phenomenal. Ash Afshan Taffler, she did this anger course, and we talk all about. She talks about anger because she she also struggled with anger and her kids, and she came on the podcast because she does conscious parenting. And I feel that a lot of us, a lot of times, we we when we're frustrated as adults, we actually end up taking it out on our kids mm. and who in reality we should be examining is ourselves, yep. which is super hard to actually admit because the old paradigm of parenting was that we're always right yep. and we're the ones who command and we're the, so it, and mostly in our generation when we were brought up, I know you like and I were, were like me, we were brought up in, in, in households where it was like, it's what the parents said, period. Mm-hmm. Parents are in control and kids just kind of like move along. And we've sort of moved into this era of like conscious parenting. And it's hard for us to grasp because we're in these in between these generations where we're trying to still want to put have the upper hand. But at the same time, we're waking up, I think, as a society to the fact that. Parenting, there might be a more a smarter way to do it or a more conscious way to do it. Mm, that's that's good. Okay, mamacita, hold that thought. Now, a word from our sponsor. Here's an inspired idea. What if we fed our hair with the same nourishing ingredients that we feed our bodies? I've been using clean, simple, kitchen-crafted recipes from hair food and have seen amazing results. Whatever hair texture or hair type you have, your hungry dew will feel well-fed from the superfood ingredients packed into every bottle of hair food. Oh, and did I mention the scents? Everything from coconut milk and chai spice to refreshing tea tree and lavender water. They're all so different and they all smell so good. Every hair food product is free of sulfates, parabens, dyes, and mineral oils because your hair does not want to be eating that. 
So if you're looking to nourish your hair, really nourish it, it's got to be hair food. Look for it at Amazon, Walmart, and Target. I mean, you know, again, wrath is a very... It's a very interesting sin, and and one one of the interesting components about it is it's 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 one of the sins. It's you'll never talk about the gluttony of God, you'll never talk about the envy of God, but you'll definitely talk about you'll you'll hear of the wrath of God. It's it's that the equalizer. It's the it's it, the. The, the thing with wrath and in and, and, and that dichotomy is so evident is, is there's this fine line between wrath and justice. There's a fine line between wrath and retribution. Yeah, because if you think about it, when things are done in, when, when somebody has been wronged or somebody has been murdered or robbed, you sort of need that wrath to even go after the justice. Yes, but it's, but it's, it, but, but again, when you're looking at it from a societal perspective and you're looking at it from a, you know, creating a cohesive unit of humans, like living with one another, it's just a part of a system. It's like, okay, well, people can't be killing each other. And if one kills someone else, well, we have to analyze the facts. And then these are the consequences of what happens when that happens. But it's not like, it's not like the judge is going to go, you're going to jail, my friend. You are going to jail. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And then every, all, all the jurors are like, yeah. You know, okay. Like, what's, you know, like it's, I mean, yeah, justice is served and, and people rejoice. But I mean, it's at the end of the day, what really happened, not the story of what happened, what happened is a decision was made. Facts were given, facts were presented. And, and conversely, when society gets a little bit riled up over things, then you get these type of witch hunt type of scenarios where everyone points the finger at one, a little evidence is required, and then the wrath ensues. Yeah, I know. And the anger as is opposed something- to becoming a, yes. As opposed to becoming a... Uh, a decision it now becomes a form of retribution or vengeance even well it's one of those emotions that if you let it go uncontrolled it can it's like a wildfire you know the california wildfires it like it can literally go and then take over because it's so it's sort of transferable anger. We see it a lot in our society. Mm, wow. That's why mobs get out of control and and people do things in in group. It's one of those things where it mobilizes. It mobilizes people to do things and sometimes do things that where they're not thinking with their head because they let this emotion that's so overpowering yeah. sometimes just take a hold of them. It, and you know what I was thinking actually I was thinking about your conversations with me when you were reading that book about stoicism. Yeah. Because I feel like what could be the cure to anger is being stoic in a sense. Well, well being, being But st- explain to them what that means though. What so, what, it, what so, is it? Stoicism. So, so that stoicism is the ability to observe the emotion. I I mean and 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 the Stoic philosophy is, is is really a concept of having a um, uh, non-reactionary view of something, being able to look at a circumstance or a, an event from a, a very uh, unemotional perspective, just just the facts, just what happened, this is what happened, and and what ensued, and then 
just analyzing what were the consequences of those actions or what were the what 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 is it that got those results um i mean when it comes to wrath but yeah, isn't that the solution? I don't know. For me, but like there is, when we talk about like, anger and then I think about when you. But you're, you're talking about it as a, as if it was a bad thing. But well, again, we're talking we're about not, wrath because it's as a sin. We're talking about. But we're not looking at it from the first. Exa- well, that's it. We're that's, talking about uncontrolled. Yeah. But a solution would be to mobilize what it is that's, that's getting you fired up. And coming up with a pragmatic approach to solving the problem, but like, that's kind I'm of stoicism—the so ability yeah, yeah. to analyze and not and sort of observe the emotion from afar. Yeah, like that's kind of cool. That's appealing because from I'm a very fiery personality. That's why I'm saying it's super appealing, and and I always laugh about it. But patience is is you know I'm not the type of person that, that goes, "Give me patience now," you know, like so. To me, it's it's kind of appealing to have that ability to just like step back. Like if I could ask for like one wish is that ability to really use that more often, step back and 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 analyze things without stepping into that emotion. Mm, and letting it kind of take the take the most. Yes, because in a way, it's a huge superpower. Yeah. Because I know in me that when I do that rather than step into anger, then I am a better parent. I'm a better partner. I'm a better everything. Yeah. I, 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 I don't disagree. And I would go so far as to say, it, speaking of wrath specifically, it's being able to harness that emotion is very powerful because it is, it is a very high vibrational emotion. Like high vibrational or low vibration? High vibration. High meaning high energy. It's a it's a high, high energy, op- but I wouldn't say high vibration. Well, if you were to so so it's interesting how even contextually speaking, when you you look at anger, you think of red, you think of fire, you think of a, a very energetic event. You know, when you think of anger, you don't think of like three people sitting around moping. No, no, no. You, you also think happen. Yeah, and the dance, like an an, yeah. an angry dance, has it's a very lot of energy. Energetic. Yeah, it's yeah. Very explosive. Yes. Whereas yes. you think of sadness, and it's very lethargic. It's very, you know, low. It's it's a very low energy emotion. And along with what you're saying, you know, they the the ang- the 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 woman who did the Afshan who did the who came and talked about anger. She said that there's usually like an infinity circle with people like, not an infinity circle, but like a- A vicious circle. A vicious circle, thank you. A vicious circle that happens when people enter anger. They're like really angry and they're here and they're pissed off. And then then they droop down to depression. And depression is actually in some ways a very dangerous place to be because it's like you said, it has very little energy and it doesn't give you that like kick in the butt to, to act. actually do something well, because it, it puts you in that victim mindset. Yeah. The, see, the, the interesting thing is, is that anger is very action oriented. And so like we have angry to- people don't. So 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 it, it does give you the ability to direct and move forward with intention now the the extent to which you're going to be moving forward and the and the actions you're going to take in order to resolve your issue is what needs to be well thought through and reined in and you know uh, 
in a, in a certain sense, it's, 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 it needs to be controlled. Yeah. And, that's, and also, that's the power. yeah. And also like, I would say even positive changes in your life will sometimes come from getting angry. Of course. Like being angry at yourself one too many times for making a, that stupid mistake, whatever mistake it is in the past, and then getting to the point where, because transformation doesn't happen until you, until you realize that the pain is too much to bear. Yeah. And sometimes that pain comes from the anger at ourselves from tolerating something that you shouldn't be tolerating, tolerating something that we shouldn't be tolerating or making that same mistake over and over you. again. So anger could be that one thing that literally, like you said, it it's action oriented and it can, you can take the good action or you can or you could do the wrong thing. Yeah. It's, it's almost like you, you meet the fork in the road. You get to the fork in the road. And then depending what you do with that anger will sort of determine your future outcome if you yeah. think about it. And, and anger anger as the ability to build momentum is just a question of harnessing where that momentum is going. Because, I mean, just, just you know, if you were to give the example of... Um, the ability for, you know, ending segregation. Like those are, those were groundswells of anger of, of people that were not tolerating the way they're being, being treated in society. And there was, there were a lot of outbursts of, you know, of behavior that were maybe not super productive, but, but the constructive, the, the constructive movement of that thought brought legislation and brought actual change to come to pass. Yeah, towards the, with the women's movement as well. It had to start with people getting angry. That's so true. Um, so it's interesting because we were talking about unharnessed anger and how could that be that can be so destructive. But now we're actually getting to the realization that if we take anger as our teacher, we can use it to, in essence, transform our lives for the better. Yeah. Uh, so, that's, so, that's really interesting. Yeah. So, I like this. It, it, we turn the negative to the positive. No, like Pitbull now. <laughs> but, but wrath is one, of those, is one of those things that you could get lost into consistently getting triggered. You know, yes. it, like it, I, I would go so far as to say is, you know, it's, it's not inappropriate for you to not tolerate certain things. However, if everything offends you, you hear something on the news that offends you. Someone said a comment that offends you. Someone had another joke to say that offends you, unless it was offensive. But, but, <laughs> but, but, but you know, there, there's people that are, get offended over, are, are oftentimes over anything, offended. Yeah. It, it really serves as an impediment to growth. Because if you're not willing to look at what another, you know, in a, in a comment or in a happening, another possibility, another perspective, then you'll you'll always stay within your own little barrier, and you'll never you'll never kind of expand into just getting a better understanding of why someone has this this thought process, where they're coming from, and and once you understand where they're coming from, well, then then you can meet them halfway. But if you stay here and say you're an idiot and that person stays there and you're 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 the way you are because of the color of your skin or you're you're the way you are because you know you don't have the same genitals as me, um, then then you'll you're always gonna be on either side of the table and never be able to come together. Interesting. And then that's that's the concern with you know 
living in these silos, like I've spoken about in our social media feeds, where we only are given a certain amount of information and almost targeted to react to a certain amount of information. Yeah, because I feel that <laughs> that institutions use that anger to even make us consume certain things. Oh, yeah. Or believe in certain things because it's such, it's that animalistic I think tribalism. Yeah. It creates a, it creates a certain sense of tribalism where you feel like you belong to something because you feel the same way that someone else yeah, does. Yeah, really quickly, really yeah. quickly. Yeah. So that's so interesting. How are we going to use our anger, mamacita? Or your anger? How are you going to use your, your dramas anger into to turn your dramas into your ganas? <laughs> I you know, it's interesting because I've met certain people throughout my life who have used anger as their fuel for success. Oh, yeah. And then they've gotten to a point in their lives where they've realized, oh, my goodness, all of the success I have was fueled by anger. And then they have to get to the point where they have to realize that they need to switch yeah. their fuel. So I've met certain people who have used fuel Anger. anger as their fuel for success. And I talk about it in episode 74, using anger as your fuel. And But even when you do that, it, there comes to a moment where when you've already had the success that you were searching for, you might look back and say, and I've seen this before, people say, I've been using anger as my fuel. Mm. Now it's not serving me anymore. So now nah. I'm successful. I have what I wanted to accomplish. What else can I use as my gasolina, mm. as my drive, as my ganas, as fuel to propel me forward? Yeah. It, because it, it can serve as a... It's self-limiting. Yes. It can serve as momentum in the beginning, but at some moment in time, we need a more effective fuel. Yeah. I, like, I, I don't... Like love. Or contribution. Contribution. Exactly. Growth. Yeah, that's good. That's so good. Yeah. It's so true. It's so true. It kind of gets you, I mean. Only so far. You know, for instance, if you feel like you're overweight, having that anger to want to make something happen, to do something, it'll, it'll get you going. But once you've reached those goals or once you feel that certain sense of satisfaction, then if you don't shift your, if you don't shift, then you're just, you kind of get stuck in limbo because, okay, well, you're, you, you look, you know, you look the way you want to look, or you do the things you want to do. You've accomplished those specific goals. Now what's going to get you back to that state of mind that, 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 that got you driven. Well, now you have to find that sense of, okay, well, you know, my body's a temple. Love. Another purpose. Is, is we have to find it. Yeah. Yeah. That was well We said. have another, we have to find another purpose and another reason, another why. Mm-hmm. And that the why is always so important. Yep. Why are we doing something? Why do we want something? That's good. And you know, I will say this because I, I think it needs to be said. If any of you are listening and are thinking, oh my gosh, anger is the reason why I do this and that. Like, listen, it could be used as a starter mm -hmm. to start that engine and get you moving out of a relationship or out of a job or into something else. It could be your initial push. The spark. You know, exactly. You know, they say the hardest thing to do is to find that momentum yep. in the beginning. But once the momentum is there, that's why I feel like these conversations about self-growth are so important because then we need to find the, our higher calling and our higher purpose. Anyways, very interesting conversation about wrath. 
What do you think about wrath, Mamacita? Has it propelled you to do anything good in your life or has it been completely destructive? Yeah, has it held you back from forgiveness? Has which, it? Yes. Which which element of the coin have you found and how do has you, shown up for you? How do you harness and, you know, not let that wrath take over you completely? Because I, I will say that wrath is also something that can be transferred from one generation to the other. And you see that through cycles of like abuse, for example. Mm-hmm. And then one person comes into the family and then they stop that cycle. So anyways, Mamacita, let us know what you thought. Go to mamasconganas.com forward slash 91. We'll see you next time to do the last of the deadly sins. Besitos. Hey, it's Valentina. Espero te gustó este episodio de nuestro podcast. If you liked it, or if any of our content has inspired you in any way, I'd be ever so grateful if you showed some amorcito by reviewing us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. Every single review will help us reach more mamacitas so they can live their life con muchas ganas. It's because of you, our listeners, that we're able to create contenido para otras latinas. Un millón de gracias por suscribirte, escuchar y compartir nuestro podcast. Si tienen preguntas, comentarios y más, pueden visitar nuestra página web mamasconganas.com or follow us on social media at mamasconganas. You can also write me directly at info at mamasconganas.com. Hasta la próxima. Es Valentina recordándote, don't be a mama con drama. Mm-mm. Let's be mamas con ganas. Besitos. What if we fed our hair with the same nourishing ingredients that we feed our bodies? Whatever hair texture or hair type you have, your hungry dew will feel well-fed from the superfood ingredients packed into every bottle of hair food. Every hair food product is free of sulfates, parabens, dyes, and mineral oils because your hair does not want to be eating that. So if you're looking to really nourish your hair, it's got to be hair food. Look for it at Amazon, Walmart, and Target.